0: Hello and thank you for clicking and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey,
1: welcome back. This is Jim Dudley.
0: Jim, it's unfortunate, it's a sad truth that too many Americans believe that cops must be all things to all people. There are drug counselors, child protectors, criminal investigators, social workers, enemies of evil. And this has been dumbed down into the um, debate argument over whether cops should be warriors or guardians. A debate that's kind of rendered meaningless by the use of the word or, Mm. you know, they're both and uh, at once and sometimes more of one thing and sometimes more of the other. Uh, It's a great talent of police officers to be flexible from call to call to do what's necessary at that call. Um, You know, the public, frankly, in my opinion, wants the impossible, wants cops to be the best of all things to all people at all times. And I think San Francisco, where I live and work and where you had patrolled for, what, 30 some odd years or whatever, um, is a perfect example. Um, you know, they want police here to stop enforcing so-called quality of life crime, while at the same time, you know, ensuring near perfect safety of its citizens um, and, and reducing the car burgles and, you know, the other thefts that take place on the street. Well, those two things don't live together. They, they are d- diametrically opposed um, trends. Um, we have a needle sharing program here that, you know, they give out all of these needles and very few of them are returned. The needle sharing program is, is like a, a harm reduction strategy to make sure that there's not a bunch of people sharing needles. Well, all those needles that are not coming back are probably being shared. So we're defeating the, the, the end state of that, 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 that program. Um, and this, again, all of the rampant drug use, leads to all these burgles and break-ins and thefts and petty crime and purse snatching and everything else. What are your thoughts on how law enforcement officers can can get toward at least close to this all things to all people?
1: It'll never happen. That's the, the simple answer yeah. that you we, you cannot be everything for everyone. And certainly there are dichotomies among um The conservatives and the liberals, um, short of giving them any other sort of uh, identity, and that is that you're going to want a a good portion of the people who want to see strong enforcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't want to see human poop on the sidewalk. They don't want to see open air drug dealing. They don't want to see guys nodding off with a needle in their arms. But as you pointed out, harm reduction policies are here to stay. And and don't get me wrong i I agree with the basic tenets of harm reduction policies in that um, some of the things like uh, needle exchanges um, do limit uh, the spread of disease communicable diseases diseases shared by uh, used needles, dirty needles. Uh, to a point, but we don't have an exchange in no, San we Francisco. Don't. We nope. have a giveaway and there's no penalty for not returning it. There's no penalty for discarding it in the street. Uh, it's an infraction at best. So at some point, um, I believe part of the problem is that there's a mixed message to cops There's a mixed message that we want this, but we're not going to give you the tools to do it. We want this, but we're not going to prosecute these crimes. Um, You'll see agencies, departments sued by individuals or groups that say, hey, you have to stop uh, arresting people for X violation that's on the books because the DA won't prosecute. That's that has always been false. I believe the the adage that I've said several times on our program and that is that, hey, we only catch them. We don't cook them or clean them. Yeah. So if there's a law on the books, whether uh, you have a district attorney or a city attorney or a politician who uh, is ideologically opposed to X enforcement doesn't mean you don't make that arrest you still make that arrest and you leave it on their desk to do whatever they see fit. And here in San Francisco, we have a new very liberal uh, district attorney elect, and there's fear that uh, he's already said that gang injunctions will not be enforced. He's already said that quality of life uh, crimes will not be prosecuted mm-hmm. uh, on and on and on. So, uh, I hate to say it, but we're we're at ground zero here in San Francisco. I I've been to so many trainings where San Francisco's been essentially the laughing stock as far as enforcement policies mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know, we just sort of suffer along and grin and bear it and and know at some point the pendulum will change, the ship will change course, there there will be some policy uh, shift in the future, maybe not the foreseeable future. And
0: maybe not here in San Francisco. Let's be perfectly well, frank.
1: I, I don't know. I, I'm still holding out hope that at some point the the uh, the vocal minority or how do, I, how do I say that the the silent majority uh, does their voting and they're talking at the the polling place. Right now, this the the article in in police one that we're talking about says that um, the the public wants everybody the cops to be the end all and everything for everyone. They say, uh, but what we're hearing in the community is uh, you're doing too much right. or you're not doing enough, right. and that's the dichotomy that that law officers have to deal with. And uh, case in point, there's another. Uh, there was an article. I think it was on LinkedIn uh, where somebody showed uh, cops responding to complaints of kids um, sledding in the street where where it had been snowing, and I and I just out of curiosity I clicked on the article and I read the criticism this guy was saying shame on these officers for not enforcing the law, these kids are going to get hurt. Uh, They were called there. They should have done something. And I was blown away. And and I had to comment. I rarely comment on those things, but I had to comment and say, hey, wait a second. Once you start (laughs) mandating that cops show up and do everything they're asked of, then we go back to the situation where we're arresting guys for sitting in Starbucks too long, Mm -hmm. or we're throwing people out or arresting them for... Uh, being in a common area of a dormitory where they belong, or we're going to a barbecue and telling people they can't be there. That is some kind of BS. And it takes discretion out of the hands of the cops. And I think a theme that we're going to we're going to be following in a couple of podcasts is is the discretion given to law enforcement officers and how valuable that is, and how important it is not to lose discretion. Right. So Just like use of force, we're trusting officers to use force from verbal commands all the way up to lethal force. And we're trusting that they're making the right decisions. Let's let them make the right decisions when they go to confront somebody for sledding in the frickin street. I think the greatest part of that article was not only did the cop not do anything. I
0: think he went sledding. He got
1: on a sled and he rolled down the street along these kids with grins ear to ear. And I could tell you that as far as social media goes, you probably it was probably nine and a half to one or nine and a half to a half as far as who was in favor of the cop getting on that sled and, and seeing that as the right uh, action.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, that we'll never get to perfect because perfect is impossible. Um, I've always thought and this is something I heard learned from my dad strive for excellence and as long as you strive for that that's a, an achievable goal. Sure. And, um, but the American public is asking for perfect and it's 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 an impossible goal. So, you know, I, members of ILIDA here we're we're going to Ileita in a couple weeks we we see cops and the trainers that are training these cops doing their very best to ensure that those officers out there have the skills to deal with, you know, the the mental, mentally ill person or the the Fill in the blank. There's all kinds of encounters that you're going to have where you use what you had said, the discretion and your skills. But you can't ask cops to be doing all of these things without giving them the capabilities and the tools. So there's, again, there's these two things that don't want to live together. There's do all of this stuff, but we're not going to give you any of the training or the stuff to do it.
1: The nature of the job says when you appear on scene,
0: if there's a group of people,
1: you're going to make half happy and half unhappy. Mm -hmm. That's that's the way things are.
0: Yeah. Um, Tell us what you think. Uh, are you seeing? I'm probably. I'm 99 sure you are seeing the same pressure in your jurisdiction. Um, send us an email at policing matters at police1.com. That's policing matters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.